Hey friends, today is episode three of the Intentional Edit Podcast. I'm proud of you for taking a few minutes out of your busy week to listen and gather strategies to help you reduce stress and overwhelm in your life. Today we are going to discuss the C word, clutter. Clutter increases stress and waste time. I'm sharing tried and true systems to purge unwanted items for good. If you have trouble letting go or struggling to make decisions, you are going to walk away from this episode with the tools you need to begin your decluttering journey. Before we start, I want to ask you to go to the Apple Podcast app and leave a review for this show or episode. Reviews help podcasts to be seen, and this is only the third episode of this show, so I'd really appreciate a solid rating and review from you so that more people can find the podcast and learn how to implement systems that will help them reduce stress, bring simplicity to their life and home, and live intentionally. Thank you so much for doing this and taking the time. Now, let's get on with the next episode of the Intentional Edit Podcast, where I teach you how to identify clutter, purge, and eliminate it for good. If you're struggling with daily tasks, clutter, organization, and finding any sort of work-life balance, the Intentional Edit Podcast is for you. It's time to stop the chaos and live with more intention. I am Lauren, and I'm here to help you declutter, implement systems, and maximize routines that remove the overwhelming, unorganized parts of life, bringing simplicity to your home. Come on, it's time to create a life you love. Today, we are talking about clutter, how it accumulates, how to identify it, and most importantly, how to eliminate it and get rid of it for good. But before we jump in and really take a deep dive into the whole clutter conversation, the steps I'm going to give you to purge, I want to talk about why you're in this situation. If you are listening to this podcast, you are either feeling stressed or overwhelmed, you feel like you have too much in your home, it's not organized, you have systems that don't work, or you don't even know how to create systems at all. All of these things, if we were to wrap them into one and say, how do we stop this? How do we get rid of this? I want to live a better life. What do I need to do? The key to getting rid of those things out of your life for good, the logistics like creating systems and having routines and healthy habits in your home, it all boils down to making intentional decisions. Being intentional is so important. You need to be intentional with the way you spend your time and what you allow to come into your home. Being intentional leads to less mess and more experiences, less chaos and more creativity, less picking up toys and doing dirty dishes and more time for adventures and exploring, less drama and more quality time with the people that you care about, and less purging, organizing, decluttering, and more time to have fun on the weekends and go on mini vacations. Making intentional decision leads to a life of more, but it's more of what you want. And that is so important. So today, as we talk about clutter, I really want you to think about being intentional with everything you do. Pretty soon, once you eliminate the distractions and the the clutter that's causing you stress, it will be easier and it almost becomes like a second nature to just make these decisions, these intentional decisions that improve the quality of your life instead of taking away from your life. Let's talk about clutter right now. What is clutter? 
Clutter, the actual definition, is a collection of things lying about in an untidy mass. If you're not driving, close your eyes. Think right now about the rooms in your house. Are they cluttered? How do they make you feel? If they don't make you feel a sense of peace or happy or a place that you want to be, then most likely that has to do with physical clutter. There's many different types of clutter. Clutter can be being overcommitted and having a busy calendar. Clutter can be people, toxic relationships. We are going to focus on physical clutter today. Clutter is common. Very few houses do not have clutter. Clutter takes up space. It consumes your time and energy and it increases your stress. It prevents you from feeling at peace and feeling good when you're in your house or you're in those rooms that are especially especially cluttered. There's many types of clutter. There's physical clutter, emotional clutter, mental clutter. But again, we're just going to focus on the physical clutter that you can let go of. Ultimately, clutter steals your most valuable asset and I want you to think about that what is your most valuable asset it's something that you can never get back it's not money you can always make money there's always ways to do that the one thing you can't get back once it's gone is your time every single thing that we allow into our home takes our time time to maintain it time to store it time to clean it remember that when you're making a purchase and that kind of goes with the whole living intentionally making intentional decisions who doesn't want to spend more time with the people that are closest to them that they really enjoy doing things that they enjoy who doesn't want to have more time with leisure activities decluttering your home can improve your your quality of life more so than you probably realize. I'm just going to talk to you for a second about what happens when you declutter. Decluttering equals more time. It reduces your stress and anxiety. It improves your relationship. It's very interesting to talk to people that have gone through an entire house, huge decluttering and purge. What happens in their relationships to talk to a few members of the family or a few people that live in the home and to see their perspectives because everyone has a positive experience even though you usually have some hesitation from some of the people in your home when you are saying I'm gonna thoroughly purge and organize and declutter and all of that you will be met with some hesitation and that's okay people do get on board and when they see the benefits you will be thanked in the end what else does decluttering do decluttering increases productivity and creativity it improves your overall health that's like in a physical way where it's removing allergens from the home but it's also improving your mental health and the feelings that you get a more tranquil feeling of being in a home that is without clutter. It also can improve your quality of sleep. When you are making intentional decisions about what you're purchasing so you're not adding clutter that you have spent all this time removing, it actually reduces the amount of money you're spending and your debt. If you're feeling overwhelmed because you know that you have a home filled with clutter or you have a clutter closet or different spaces where you know you have too much stuff but you don't know where to start that is often what keeps people from decluttering at all is they don't know where to start if that's you the most important thing is that you just do it you just begin don't wait for the perfect time or an ideal place start where you are start today if you have 15 minutes set a timer for 15 minutes start getting rid of things that no longer serve you making small changes is actually better. So if you only have 10 or 15 minutes to do this, 
That's what you need to do. Habits become part of your routine. The more that you do them, that is how you use little changes to transform your life. Don't let the 10 minutes here or 15 minutes there be an excuse. You don't need to have an entire day or an entire weekend. You just need to start somewhere and remove the things that are removing you from the life you want to be living. Now, let's get into what you're actually going to do if you are stuck and you do not know how to start purging. Small areas or projects are often the best place to begin, especially if you only have 10 or 15 minutes. Once you conquer a drawer or a shelf or a small space, you will feel a sense of accomplishment and the more spaces that you declutter and you see the benefits of living without the mess, you will be energized to move on with that process and move to a bigger space and another room. The more you do, the more you want to have the rest of your house decluttered. I have a purging guide that I use. It's a guide that professional organizers can use when they go into someone's house. And it's a guide that anyone can use to declutter any space. It's a couple questions that I want you to think about if you are stuck. If you are in that decision fatigue and you're, oh, you pick up something and you don't realize, should you get rid of it? Or do I need to keep this? Here's what you need to do. Ask yourself these questions about the item. You decided you're going to declutter one drawer in your guest room and you open this drawer and it's packed full of stuff. I want you to take every single item, ask yourself, does this item serve a purpose in my home? If the answer is no, you can immediately get rid of it. If the answer is yes, then you can keep it. Is this item useful and in working order? That's the second question you're gonna ask yourself. Is it useful and in working order? If it is broken, you can immediately get rid of it. If it is not useful, if it hasn't been used in years, you can get rid of it. Am I using this item for its intended purpose? That's another thing you can ask yourself. Those go together. Is it useful and working order, in working order, and am I using it for its intended purpose? If the answers are yes, you can keep it. If it's no, get rid of it. You don't need to think about it anymore. Get rid of that item and don't let it burden you any longer. Third question, have I used it in the past year? If the answer is yes, you can keep it. If the answer is no, let that be a signal to you that you've gone through every season for an entire year and not used that item. You don't need it. If you didn't use it in an entire year, you have about a 0.001% chance of using it in the coming year. The fourth question, is it the only item I own used for this specific purpose? And this is important. We often buy new things or better things. Something we have serves the same purpose, but it doesn't do the job, the same job. Or we've been enticed by an advertisement or a new feature. An example of this is... A client I had with three blenders. She had purchased the new top of the line Vitamix blender, but she kept her old blender. And when she purchased that blender, she kept the blender before that. Well, what if this new one doesn't work? What if I don't like it? So now we're in a situation with three blenders and the last two blenders haven't been used in years. In fact, the oldest one probably hadn't been used in 10 years. When you purchase something, you're purchasing it to use it. If you are replacing something, 
thing. It's okay to keep that old item for a few days or maybe a week or two and really try that new item out. But if you decide to keep the new blender or whatever the item is, then you need to find a new home. Donate those. Put those in your donation bin and donate the old items so that someone else that needs them can use them and they're not taking up space in your home anymore. The last question I want you to think about when decluttering is, would I buy this again today? And if the answer is no, go ahead and get rid of it. You are probably holding on to that item because you feel a little bit of guilt around purchasing it and not using it or purchasing it and you didn't like it. It's okay to let that item go and you don't need it any longer. Let's go back. I'm going to tell you these questions again. You can answer these. These will all be in the show notes. So you can go to intentionaledit.com and look at the show notes for episode three where you can get a list of these questions. Let's go over them one more time. Number one, does this item serve a purpose in my home? Number two, is it useful in working order and am I using it for its intended purpose? Number three, have I used it in the past year? Number four, is it the only item I own used for this specific purpose? And number five, would I buy it again today? If you answered no to any of those questions, you don't need to keep going on down the list. You can just eliminate it. You can put it in the box or the bag that is going to be donated. When that box or bag is full, put it in your car and drop it off at the donation place that you have selected. 10 minutes, 15 minutes here and there add up to so much time that you will accomplish. You will accomplish so much if you just start. 10 minutes here, 15 minutes here, do a drawer at a time if you have to. Once you have done a thorough purge and declutter and you are only living with things that you need, use, and want, you can finally organize and create those systems in your home so that you can live a life of intention and start doing the things that you want to be doing and remove the overwhelming unorganized parts of life. Allow yourself to live a life with with intention. Declutter, simplify, purge, and we will get to the point where you're organizing your home. But right now you're decluttering, you're eliminating all of these things that are burdening you today and have been for so long. Good luck with this project. This is big, especially if you're just starting out and beginning the purging process in your home. Take it little steps at a time. I'm here to help you. Reach out to me, send me a message if you have specific questions. But if you use that purging guide and those questions that I just shared, you will be able to get rid of things that you don't need and you will know and feel good about the things that you're keeping because it makes sense to keep them and they're things that you need, use, or want in your home. Thank you for listening to the Intentional Edit Podcast. If you found today's episode valuable, tell your friends about it by taking a screenshot, sharing it on social, and tagging me at Intentional Edit. I'll be back soon with another episode. In the meantime, find me at intentionaledit.com and be sure to follow Intentional Edit on social platforms like Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook. To ensure you catch future episodes, click the subscribe or follow button now. I'm grateful for a five-star rating and review from you. Be sure to let me know what you liked about this episode and what you want me to cover in the future.